Well, as the season gets started, it's time for another Track Talk. We're talking to Gary Thomas, announcer and PR director for Placerville Speedway, talking about all their dates and some of the new things that they're going to be doing in 2023. That's next. Hello, I'm Ben Dethridge, and I'm the host of Getting Up to Speed. We talk to sprint car drivers from the Pacific Coast, whether they race in Oregon, Washington, California. If they run it, we're going to talk about it. Also branch out a little bit as well as drivers that perhaps are from here that race elsewhere or some drivers that come in and try and take some money from the West Coast. In these episodes, we talk about past experience, past seasons, as well as upcoming races, as well as how's the season going. We hope you enjoy these episodes. Be sure to hit the like button and subscribe. It really helps us out. And stay tuned for more and more content. Now let's get into the interview. Well, race fans. Here he is, one of the busiest guys in the Golden State of California, Gary Thomas, here to talk to about the 2023 schedule for Placerville Speedway. Gary, great to have you on here, uh, press releaser representative and announcer at Little Knoxville on the Hill. Well, thank you for having me, Ben. I uh, really enjoy the podcast you've been doing lately. It kind of makes the, the offseason go a little faster, and uh, you know, racing season is essentially here uh, this weekend in California. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we've got the, you know, the, by the time this, this comes out, the Sherm and Lori Toller race will be, um, completed, you know, fingers crossed and yeah, uh, Placerville hopefully. opening on March 18th, kind of getting right, right to it. Yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing. Once the season ends, it seems like, uh, you know, the, the next season is so, so far off, but, uh, man, the off season has gone by fast and, uh, here what two or three weeks we're going to get racing to placerville so we're looking forward to a good season and, and you know hopefully this weather uh straightens itself out by the time we get there yeah no doubt lots of snow in the sierra nevadas lots of rain that you guys have sustained in the sac area northern california all of california uh, yeah. dur- during the winter months and high winds too yeah that's it you know over uh the new year's break we actually lost power down here at our house for four days four nights so uh I mean, that's, that's something I've, I've never experienced in California. I, mean, I can see, you know, back east where they have some of those real torrential storms having that issue. But, yeah, it was four nights for us. And, uh, man, it was uh, – I don't want to experience that again. We had some of the, the highest winds, I think, on record in Sacramento. So it, it's been pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, as far as the 2023 season schedule goes for, for Placerville, got to be excited for that. Lots of racing. March 18th is the opener, and you guys will be having some form of sprint cars racing there till September 16th and close things out in, in November. Yeah, it's another great schedule that uh, Scott Russell and Tammy Arnold have put together. Uh, you know, for the most part, every year it's pretty similar. Uh, real heavy dose of wing 360 sprint cars. There's some wingless spec sprints that kind of dot the schedule from from march till september and uh you know we have other classes as well but uh, yeah, we're real proud of our weekly 360 sprint car class uh some of the best racing you'll see anywhere in california and on the west coast well what's cool is obviously march 18th first race for you guys for you know wing 360 action and then the sprint car challenge where they open things up on march 25th for the spring fever frenzy uh to open up the 2023 campaign for that touring series yeah, opening night's always a great time. Uh, we always seem to have a great crowd on hand, and that's, as you said, it's March 18th. And then uh, the first Sprint Car Challenge Tour race is always big. It's always got a packed grandstand and a full pit area of Sprint Cars. So uh, it's really a, a great way to open up the season with two big events right off the bat. And then 
April 15th, kind of a special event, one that's been around for some time, the tribute to Al Hines. That's, that's always a popular show for folks to go see. Yeah, it's amazing. This year is already the 20th annual uh, tribute to Al Hines. It, it seems like it was just yesterday that uh, Placerville Speedway started holding that event for, for Al Hines, a longtime promoter at the track who we lost 20 years ago. Uh, it's, it's one of the long-standing events on the schedule. I think it might even be the longest-standing uh, event that started at Placerville and is still held at the track. Uh, May 20th, just going, you know, uh, by, you know, uh, the start of the season towards the end of the season, John Pageant, Kids Bike Night, May 20th, that uh, is in tribute of another guy that had a big impact at Placerville Speedway. Yeah, that Kids Bike Night is always huge at Placerville, man. It's amazing how many kids come out with their families. And uh, last year, uh, when we lost John Pageant, Scott and Cammy decided to rename the, the event the John Pageant Kids Bike Night. And uh, that's in part due to John Pageant actually creating Bike Night back at West Capitol um, many moons ago. And then he brought it to Silver Dollar Speedway and Placerville Speedway when he uh, assumed the promotership of both those venues. And it's something that we still hold, you know, till this day. And uh, it's a great thing that John started. He was always big with the kids. So uh, we're, uh, we're honored to be able to remember him on Kids Bike Night for years to come. In June 2nd and 3rd, doubleheader weekend, Dave Bradway Jr. Memorial. Friday the 2nd will be Sprint Car Challenge Tour. And then Saturday night will be the NARC 410 Sprint Series on the 3rd. Really cool that that's kind of split up. So guys that are, you know, may want to do both don't have to make the decision. Well, I want to do the 360 or, uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of in it for the 410 deal. Yeah, I, I'm really excited that Scott was able to uh, get, get those shows, you know, get it as a two night show. Um, the other issue is once we get to June, you know, our weather warms up so much in California that when you have to qualify all those cars on one night and you run two main events, it's, it's, it's so hard to put a track together. And, and Scott's mentioned that the last couple of years, uh, normally one main event is really good. And, and normally, you know, the second one is usually the track's gone away. So, uh, moving the sprint car challenge tour to Friday and then having just NARC on Saturday, I think we have the dwarf cars both nights. Uh, that's, that's one of the biggest, going to be one of the biggest events of the year in Placerville. And I really hope we can get a lot of campers and out of town fans to come uh, for both nights of racing at the Bradway this year. Yeah, I know it's not the largest paying race on the West Coast or in California, but it is mm -hmm. something so special that it's very meaningful for drivers that have won that race to have won it. Yeah, so, something I always like to point out about the Bradway is that it, it's not just one person that makes it happen. You know, um, the Ticelli family took over. Now Karen Bradway Ticelli, Steve Ticelli took over for Dave and Diane Dorica, who uh, ran it for a long time, but it's, it's not just one sponsor that puts the money up. You know, it's race fans, it's crew members, it's uh, drivers, uh, fans. It, it, everyone kind of comes together and puts their, their two cents into that event, and uh, it's what, you know, makes the Bradway so special is there's a lot of people that, uh, that take part in it. Well, and after the Bradway, it's going to be fireworks, lit literally fireworks night on Independence yeah. Day, July 4th. That's just been a long-held tradition for racing to be held at Placerville. Yeah, I, you know, 4th of July, I think, is probably my favorite event of the year just, just because everyone has a good time. Um, it just seems to be it, it emits positivity, and Placerville is always packed. Uh, Chico does it as well on the same night. Some people say, well, why, why are you guys racing the same night? Well, um, you know, both communities really get into it and both places are packed and the racing is fun and, and you cap the night with a huge fireworks show. So that, that's always one of the ones that I look forward to. July 29th, big, big uh, 360 sprint car race, the Mark Forney Classic. That has started to become, you know, one of the desired ones for a, a, a crown jewel, so to speak, in the Golden State. 
Yeah, and we talked about the the tribute to Al Hines in his 20th year, and now the uh, the Mark Forney Classic in his 18th year already. And, uh, Mark and the Forney family made such a great history in, in the area around the Plattsville area. Um, did a lot of great things for the fairgrounds, the community, the racetrack. And it, it's one that there's still a lot of people involved that, uh, you know, remember Mark and were friends with Mark. So that, that's always a special night. And uh, pretty much every year it's been right around $5,000 to win. So that, that's our richest uh, weekly championship point race of the season. And something that's really cool, it'll be in August, late August, you know, kind of when things are kind of in that lull, you know, the Knoxville hangover mm-hmm. and guys getting ready for Gold Cup. But August 26th, Legends Night at Placerville, it's also going to be the finale for the Western Sprint Tours Southern Speed Week that they're going to be having. They have two of them this year. So the WST going to be making their Placerville debut. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a night that you, we could have 100 cars in the pit area. Um, just judging by last year, we had, you know, a ton of wing 360 sprint cars. Now you're probably going to add in a few more cars from up north. Uh, you know, we got dwarf cars, pure socks, late models, and then we have the old-time cars that come out and, uh, you know, put on a couple of exhibitions during the night. Um, Rick Hurst does a great job organizing all the old-timers coming out. And it's kind of like, a you know, just a night to relive the past of Placerville Speedway. It's, as you said, the finale of the western sprint tour northwest speed week and it's also the uh, finale of our championship point season as well so that's going to be a night uh, you don't want to miss yeah no doubt and then you know back to a two-day 360 sprint car race something that uh, has been around for a couple years but it's gaining momentum as, as a staple special event the norcal posse shootout september 2nd and september 3rd tell us about that deal yeah, you know, the second year it's been on Labor Day, the date's kind of bounced around ever since it started, but it, it's one that, uh, you know, I'd really love to see become one of the major events on the West Coast when it comes to uh, multi-day shows. Being on Labor Day, we think it's a great lead into the Gold Cup uh, the following week, you know, in Chico, and unfortunately we don't have Calistoga anymore. Hopefully we'll get that back, but uh, that was always the Labor Day tradition was to go to Calistoga and then caravan over to Chico, so uh, we're hoping to see even more fan support come out this year for the NorCal Posse shootout. And once that's done, then everyone heads over to Chico. Yeah, yeah. And then before you know it, it's outlaw time, the 49er Gold Rush Classic on September 16th. One of only two 410 races at Placerville this year, but no doubt it is a must-see attraction. And it's funny you mentioned the outlaws. I just I got a text from a buddy of mine that had some tickets left over from it was either last year or the year before, and he said, they didn't run that race yet. And I, I said, no, we actually haven't had it since uh, – 2019 with the outlaws you know one year due to covid and then the last couple of years due to the fires uh in the area so man this year we're going to cross our fingers that the fires don't pop up um you know that's been just devastating for the community the last couple of years and uh we want to see the outlaws at placerville so let's so let's hope that you know everything stays you know even keel throughout that time of the year and we can get uh, the greatest show on dirt back uh, at little Knoxville. and i know that it's not a wing sprint car race it's not even a sprint car race but it is Definitely a classic in the building. The Hangtown 100 returns November 16th through the 18th. USAC National Midget Series in town. It's garnered a lot of support, a lot of attention, and a lot of names show up for that deal. Yeah, I mean, that's another one that's just, uh, the last few years has been unbelievable. Um, you know, I mean, the grand, I know it gets cold that time of the year, so the grandstand support hasn't quite been yet. What I'd like to see, what you know, everyone at the track would like to see. So we're hoping that people have watched it the last few years on the live stream and saw the great racing, and maybe they'll come out and join us in the grandstands. That's man, three nights of USAC National Midget and uh, Lightning Sprint racing. You can't get better than that. Placerville, perfect track for for midgets and lightning sprints.
Yeah, and it's kind of cool because it's the march to, you know, the Agajanian Turkey Night Grand Prix, you know, uh, mm-hmm. gets that set up. Merced has some races thrown in there in the, you know, the following week. It's kind of like a mini speed week, sort of. Yeah, and that's pretty much what it is. And the Merced show the following week has been awesome. I mean, they uh, they run the Wing 360s as the support class. I guess you call it the support class, the companion class mm-hmm. uh, down there. And that's been a lot of fun the last couple um, couple years. And uh, just hope we see a little more support in the grandstands all around to keep that swing going because uh, it really is becoming one of the traditional things uh, at the end of the season. Yeah, and 2022, how would you rate how things went? I mean, Andy Forsberg won the champion, the track championship, and then of course the sprint, you know, getting the double with the sprint car challenge tour championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, looked like the racing was pretty good of some of the stuff that I saw. Yeah, I, I thought it was probably our best year since uh, since I became involved at Placerville in, in 2017. I mean, racing wise, uh, crowd wise, for the most part, I felt we were up and uh, thought it was it was very successful throughout the year and. Uh, now we're just, uh, like I said, we're onward and upward towards 2023, and hopefully it'll be uh, even bigger and better. And as far as 2023, any any tidbits you can give us of any improvements, any changes, any tweaks that uh, Placerville Speedway is, is hoping to accomplish or have done since the offseason? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I think it's going to be kind of business as usual. Uh, one of the great things that, that Cammy does here is she brings in a live band every week, so we, we always have live music for the races. We do a a happy hour before that a lot of the tracks are starting to kind of do as well down here um, for a couple hours. You get, you know, discounted tours, light and tours, banquet beer. Um, you know, I know he still has plans to maybe put some, some more seating over there on the back straightaway. Had some issues there on the back stretch with, uh, you know, getting the bigger stands in. So hopefully this year that'll happen. Um, and, uh, you know, especially for the outlaws, we definitely would like to have more seating. So, you know, that's a possibility um, this year. And uh, on the racing side of things, it's, it's going to be interesting with the championship because Andy Forsberg has already stated that he's not uh, planning to run all the point shows. So, I mean, that opens the door for uh, really anybody. So, we, we, you know, more than likely we'll have a new champion this year when it comes to the sprint car class. Yeah, that'll be exciting to watch most definitely. And as far as further news releases, race reports, press releases, um, even perhaps if somebody, maybe they're not in the area, but they want to get some apparel, what's the best way to contact the racetrack or keep up to speed with you guys? Yeah. the best way is to go to our website, PlacervilleSpeedway.com. And then we're also, uh, on Facebook and Twitter. You can search Placerville Speedway and you'll find us. Uh, we try to try to post as many updates as possible throughout the year. So there's no, uh, no secrets at all, but uh, yeah, check us out on the web. Awesome. Well, looking forward to checking out, seeing how everything goes at Placerville this this year, as well as other other venues that'll be racing and and looking forward, maybe check in with you a couple times this year too. That'll be perfect, baby. Hope we'll see you down there on the red clay and uh, we're really looking forward to it. Once again, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. No problem. Thank you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this latest episode of Getting Up to Speed with me, Ben Dethridge. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope also that you hit the subscribe button and the like button as that really helps things out, spreads things out. Be sure and share as well on social media so that more people can listen to these great interviews and from these great drivers. Getting Up to Speed is a production of High Side Racing Promotions. For more information, you can check it all out on Facebook at High Side Promotions.